Are you a butter person or do you prefer marge? Or are you just utterly confused if you should even eat butter or maybe go for a margarine instead? Today on The Nutrition Couch, we break down three popular butters and see which one stacks up as the best in our books. And stay tuned for next week's episode because, you guessed it, we're covering different types of margarine. Hi, I'm Leanne Ward. And I'm Susie Burrell. And as two of Australia's leading dietitians, we bring you The Nutrition Couch Product Review, our favorite segment of the week where we chat new products and old favorites that you can find in Aussie supermarkets. All right, Susie, hit me. Are you a butter girl? You are, aren't you? I know you are. Uh, I've cook- I've, a little bit. Yeah, I bake with butter. Um, I The only time I really use it is with Vegemite, and I am a big Vegemite person. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, Leanne, it depends what's on sale now because it's so expensive and we'll talk about the real spreadable butters. They can be really pricey and because – you know, it's hard to get a small amount because they're often quite hard. So I often will just buy actually what's on sale because I don't use it a lot. Like if if I'm having avocado or nut spread, I won't use it at all. So I'd really try and minimize the amount that I use in general. But, you know, probably yes, I would argue butter because it does have a nicer taste. But yeah, I don't, I don't try and not really use it, you know what mm. I mean, um, mm. much at all. What about you? Yeah, I'm like you. I'm like you, I don't really use it. I do like if I'm out at breakfast and there's like a beautiful piece of like fresh hot sourdough, I will use some, you know, good old butter on my sourdough. But generally in my fridge, I've got an olive oil spread. That's my preference. I grew up eating that like you, I don't eat a lot of it. So I would use it if I was maybe making a toasted sandwich or if I um, am having a bowl of soup, I do like a little bit of a spread on a piece of toast to sort of dip into my soup. They're probably the only real two occasions that I'll use it. If I'm making, say, like a sandwich, I don't really put butter on it. If I'm making even like crackers and that sort of thing, I don't really, I will use it with Vegemite like you, but again, I'll use my olive oil spread typically because I think, yeah, growing up, I always just found butter so hard and nothing annoyed me more when you're putting holes in your bread trying to spread it. So I've never really grown up. We just didn't really have butter in my household growing up. So I think it's a little bit of an interesting chat today around the ones that we've chosen, isn't it? I asked all the time. People really want to know this. So I think when you suggested it, I thought it was a really good topic. And I am particularly thrilled that you've put the labels for me so big (laughs) (laughs) because I generally can't read them. So, yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for making sure that I can participate in the conversation. All right. Well, today (laughs) the first one is the Meadow Lee Buttery Spread, 500 grams at Woolworths. Uh, I think it sells at Coles as well, but Woolworths, it's 500 grams and it's $5. Um, so, you know, it's quite a large tub for $5. It's not, you know, there's definitely a lot more expensive ones out on the market. So this one contains 60% vegetable oil. So this is interesting because it's marketed as butter, I would say, like it's called buttery, right? It says spread happiness, buttery, (laughs) but I think it's actually a margarine, isn't it? Because it's very high vegetable oil content. I'm glad you've put it here though, because it really highlights that they slip in and they masquerade as butter. Because you're right, it says buttery on it and it's completely play. And when you look at it, it's actually margarine because it's 60% vegetable oil. Mm-hmm. And we're going to show a couple of examples of that, which is why we wanted to talk about it today. So you really do need to be mindful of that and, and take the glasses and really check because it does kind of look like butter and it's parading as butter. But when you're having a look at it, it's actually not butter. It's margarine. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got 60% vegetable oil with 47 of that being canola oil. Are we assuming the other 13% would be palm oil? Oh, 
not always because it hard gives it palm oil would give us a bit of a sludgy texture. Like a bit harder, wouldn't it? Could be anything. Yeah, okay. Could just be sunflower, just a blend. Even might be sort of palm, but a blend. So interesting they didn't put it anyway. So yeah, sixty percent vegetable oils followed by water, salt, and emulsifiers. Um, followed by some natural flavor, some natural color, 160A, and some added vitamin A and vitamin D in there as well. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? There's not a huge amount we can really say, is there? Now, most of them, I think it's actually mandatory, isn't it, for margarine to be fortified with vitamin D in Australia? Is that, is that correct? Does that sound familiar to you? It's such a like, I just say to my clients, like, I'm like you, I get asked all the time, and I'm like, pick the one that you just like the taste of. Like, to me, they're not, they don't provide positive health benefits. Like, margarine or butter, we're not getting anti-inflammatory properties like we are if we're having extra virgin olive oil or avocado. Like, to me, I'm just like, pick the one you prefer, which one's cheaper, fits in the budget. Like, I think we're sort of splitting hairs. I don't know. I mean, if you're eating, if you're eating margarine for your vitamin D, you're doing it wrong. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, true, true. And sometimes they're fortifying to give it a bit of color as well because naturally a, a processed vegetable oil doesn't look particularly appealing. Now, just, you know, in terms of reference, this is a serving size of 10 grams, which isn't insignificant. You know, a 10-gram serve is, is too sort of a heaped teaspoon. You know what I mean? It's not the tiniest amount. You know, you're looking at, you know, shy of what is that, 60 calories. Like it's not insignificant. I think people would use twice that. Like I think they'd use 10 grams per slice of toast and most people would have two slices of toast. Yeah, well, yeah, people do tend to go a bit thick, particularly if you are doing it with Vegemite. But just as a reference point, you're getting one and a half grams of saturated fat. In the total fat, you're getting six. You're getting a a quarter of that is saturated and half of it is mono. So the proportion of what we would call good fat to bad fat is certainly in favor of the better fats, but they are sort of processed forms of that. It doesn't really add anything into the diet. And as such, I, you know, myself go for any spread that's adding minimal fat in because I'm not using it functionally. It's purely just for texture or taste of a certain food. Um, so I sort of, it's just, it doesn't give me anything. I'm, I'm just would refer to it as a nothing food. It's not overly good. It's not overly bad. It's not got anything to really talk about. Yeah. And, um, just to round off that nutrition panel, less than a gram of carbohydrate, which we would expect less than a gram of protein, 40 milligrams of sodium. So, you know, fairly insignificant unless you're eating tablespoons of it a day, hundred micrograms of vitamin A and one microgram of vitamin D. So a small amount, you know, roughly 10% of your RDI for the day. Again, if you're getting your vitamin A from butter, you're kind of doing it wrong. <laughs> like it's it's ridiculous, Oleanne, because this product's got three health stars. Like, come on. Like my, a processed food like this shouldn't have any stars. Like, come on. That's why the health star rating is so misleading. I, I don't see anything positive in terms of this. So I don't really see anything positive in any margarine. So no. it's, it's difficult to sort of say, yep, we give this a green light or yep, we say no to it. I really think, as we mentioned, it's really what fits into your family's budget. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And I think it's good for people to be aware that this isn't butter. This is actually margarine. So you're getting some of those processed vegetable oils. But I will say that there's been a lot of talk on social media lately around processed vegetable oils being very inflammatory, going completely rancid, being really dangerous to cook with. A lot of that is just fear mongering. There's not actually a whole lot of research and science behind processed like vegetable oils such as canola oil being that bad for our health. Um, of course, we want to minimize you know, any sorts of oils in large amounts and we don't want huge, huge amounts of fats going into our diet. But I think that a lot of it has been blown out of the water. I'm seeing a lot of, you know, quote unquote, holistic nutritionists and health coaches really saying that canola oil is one of the worst things that you can put into your body. It causes inflammation, it causes chronic diseases, all of these sorts of things. So I think if you enjoy, you know, a small amount of margarine on your toast in the morning, then go for it. Choose the one that fits in with your, you know, 
family's budget really. I think we're kind of splitting hairs to pick a better type of margarine unless you really are eating it for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Well, the issue with this one is it's masquerading as butter and there's no butter in it. Like there's certainly products that have, you know, some vegetable oil in the butter, but at least they've got some butter. So I think that's why it's a thumbs down from me. It doesn't even have any butter in it. So completely misleading. So that's not (laughs) ideal, you know. I think companies need to do better in that space. 100%. Yeah. The, the marketing from food companies really has to step it up in 2023. The nutrition couch, you've been put on notice. <laughs> <Matter of me. laughs> now, the second one we've chosen is Lurpak, the spreadable, slightly salted uh, butter, I would say. Um, so this one's very popular. I know a lot of clients really prefer this one because it does spread really nicely. So it's a 400 gram tub for $7. So it is uh, more expensive than the margarine we just talked about, but I think it, at least it contains some butter, like you mentioned, Susie. So the ingredients are butter at 64%, followed by canola oil at 26%. So it's still kind of a blend, but at least it's majority butter. If you're buying a butter, you want to pay for you know butter, followed by water, lactic culture, salt, and vitamin D. So nutrition-wise, if we look at per serving, that's also 10 grams, 290 kilojoules, uh, less than a gram of protein, less than a gram of carbs, 7.8 grams of fat with 3.5 of that being saturated would make sense from a high percentage of the butter um, with 36 milligrams of sodium going in there as well. So, I mean, you know, I would say it's a fairly clean ingredient list. We probably want to see a high percentage of butter if you're buying something that is butter. But this one, I have tried it. I'm a fan. Like I think it spreads really nicely. It is a little bit more expensive, I will say, but it has a nice taste in it. You know, it goes well on sandwiches and and toast and that sort of thing. So I do know a lot of my clients use this one and they quite like it. Um, I don't have this one in my fridge at home, but I don't really see anything wrong with with this one as a as an option if you're someone that likes a little bit of spread on your toast occasionally. Well, I have to say, Leanne, that when this product was discussed on a big women's podcast, there was sheer horror that Lurpak was actually a blend and not 100% butter because, as we know, Lurpak is kind of the gold standard in flavour and taste of butter and known to be so. Yeah, it does taste nice. And so when people became aware that it actually isn't 100% butter, they were somewhat horrified. Now, <laughs> I understand why Lurpak have blended because butter is hard. It's a saturated fat primarily so it doesn't spread. So by blending it with some canola oil, it allows it to be more spreadable mm. and nutritionally you do reduce a bit of the saturated fat. But the argument is that, you know, Lurpak markets as butter and it's actually, it's, it it's contains butter, but it's not 100% butter and people were actually pretty shocked to hear that and they wanted to be able to buy it. So I think it's a little bit cheeky again <laughs> um, because it, if you notice on it, it doesn't call it, so it's not Lurpak butter. You see how they're calling it Lurpak spreadable for that reason because yeah. it's got the blend. So I think, I think listening to this, some of our listeners will also be like, what do you mean it's not butter? Because it does Lurpak is, is synonymous with butter, but this is a blend. And, and as such, I think you have to call I think it's still a margarine. I don't think you can call it butter. It's dressed up in sheepskin. <laughs> it's got butter in it, but it's a blend. Isn't it interesting that their marketing has led you to believe that this is like the best butter on the market? Mm. Like when I think of Lurpak, I think this is a premium butter on the market. There you go. But you're right. It's a blend. Yes. And yeah, to make it spreadable. I mean, it makes sense, but they haven't actually said that it's butter. They Not just the inferred or other people, you know, they've used, I don't know, celebrities to promote that sort of thing. And people <laughs> have this perception that it's the top most expensive butter. It's the best type of butter on the market. 
but it's really not. Very interesting. Who's the Who's the Lurpak celebrity, Leanne? I don't know. I just you know I figured that you know they're so, they're so big in the media. Surely they've used a celebrity at one time, it's right? Danish is that is it is that Princess Mary? Is she the Lurpak <laughs> ambassador? It's Denmark. Well, when I mean, a Princess Mary um, supported, I'd definitely buy it. I like her. <laughs> I would imagine she definitely would be the national product, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so controversial at best. and um, It does taste good though, let's be honest. It tastes amazing, but I stopped buying that after I found that out too because I felt a bit you felt ripped like off. I was being, being misled. I did, I did, I did. Which leads us to the only spreadable butter, 100% butter on the market, which is why I wanted to include it. Mm-hmm. From our, from our neighbours across the sea, uh, New Zealand, which is nice to see. It's <laughs> nice to see, you know, supporting Aussie and New Zealand products, which I think is good. And a shout out to our New Zealand friends. We've got some New Zealand clients off the back of the Nutrition Couch podcast. So hello to you. We do. We do. They don't do many low-fat dairy products over there, I must say. They need to pick up their low-fat dairy game. <laughs> Most of the stuff over there is full fat. They have a hard time getting low-fat options like we talk about on the Nutrition Couch. Blasphemy is talking about blasphemy, Leanne. <laughs> They're full fat cheese all the way. Yeah, this one from our New Zealand friends is the Mainland Butter Soft Pure Salted Butter. So three seven. Grams, so we're getting even smaller for $7.50. So it's the most expensive out of the lot. But you're right, it's the only 100% spreadable butter on the market. So the ingredients are pasteurized cream and salt. And that's it. And that's the way a butter should be. It's high in saturated fat. It's it pure butter for a reason. So that's our ingredient list. And unless it's, uh, you know, basically cream and a little bit of salt added, if it's a salted butter, um, if it was an unsalted butter, it would really just be pasteurized cream. And that's a that's a true butter. And the fact that this is a nice spreadable one, um, you know, really, as you said, it's one of the only ones in the market. So I think it's, it's worth the cost of that's what you're looking for. Um, and nutrition wise, we've got 152 kilojoules. Mm, that's interesting. The serving size is five grams, not 10 grams. So really you'd be looking at 300 kilojoules. So it is on the higher end energy wise. So you've got to go thin. <laughs> Fat wise for five grams is 4.1 grams. If you even that out to 10 grams, like the others, it's 8.1 grams. Saturated is two and a half. So over half of the product is saturated fat, which would make sense because the ingredient's cream. Um, less than a gram of carbs, less than a gram of protein and 24 milligrams of sodium. So nothing really much there. If you broke that into the 10 gram serving size, it'd be about 45 milligrams of sodium there. So not too concerning. So yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a butter, this one ticks all the boxes. It is a little bit more expensive. It does taste good. I've tried it before. It spreads really nicely. It does what it says it should. And I think that at least you're not, you know, it's not dressed up in sheep's clothing, parading around, trying to be anything else, is it? It's just pure butter. And it tastes good, <laughs> you know, and it's a company that we we know and respect. It tastes really good. And, and what I like about it is you don't need a lot. I think if you're one of those diehard full cream milk, full cream butter, full butter people, no problem. But I would say once a day is more than enough and you've got to spread really thin because otherwise that sat fat's going to creep up. So it's what, two and a half grams of saturated fat per five, half of it. Mm. So I wouldn't want my clients having any more than two small level teaspoons per day maximum um, and spreading thin. But it does, you're right, it tastes really nice. It spreads easily. If I wasn't so tired. <laughs> if I was going to spend that much money on a spread and used it and really felt passionately about it, I would. this would be the one I would buy over Lurpak 100%. But I don't, you know, use very much or use it very often. So I don't myself get it because $7.50 for that tiny tub is just way beyond like what I like to spend on food. 
but each to their own. And certainly if someone wanted to use it, it would be the one that I would recommend. And if I was a multimillionaire, I would absolutely get that one in the fridge. Mm, absolutely. What's that beautiful cultured butter Peppy's. that they always serve you at the fancy restaurants? Peppy Sayer. Yeah, it's, that must be 100% butter, yeah, surely. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's so butter it's almost cream. Like, <laughs> it's so good. Actually, where I used to live, the, there was like a rep around who had the, the little van with it all on the side. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. And the, the serve that they give you at the restaurants is so massive. Yeah, it might yeah. be 40 grand in yeah. one hit. But <laughs> so good, though. Yeah, that was some amazing. fresh bread. It's so salty as well. It's like so good. Actually, on um, some of the Instagram or TikTok boards, they've been doing – we did butter boards. Mm. And so before Christmas they were doing a lot of flavoured butters and like infusing the butter with garlic and stuff. Like it, it's just delicious but it's just pure fat. So. <laughs> Not many of us can get away with Hence that. Hence why we didn't review butterboards. But, yeah, do you need it like I do on Vegemite toast? We're, we're voting the mainland's worth the, the budget spend. Yeah, particularly if you don't eat a lot. Like I would have a tub of spread in my fridge for the better part of three months easily. It really sticks around in my fridge for a long time. So I would probably invest in something like this if I was looking for a butter because it does, you know, it's it's a larger cost, but it does tend to last my family quite a while. Mm. And it's really good quality clean food and, and that's, you know, in terms of overall nutrition, not ever a bad choice as long as you use it in moderation. Mm. Excellent. All right. Well, that brings us to the conclusion of our butter review. So stay tuned for our margarine review. I know we snuck a cheeky margin here today. So technically we only kind of did one butter, didn't we, today? Well, it's yeah, because you can't do them because butter is butter. So I thought that was reasonable though because it was good to do the ones masquerading regardless because I think a lot of our listeners wouldn't have been aware of that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, if you haven't done so already, we would love if you subscribe to the podcast. Don't forget we have our live event recording available on our website. That's on hormones, gut health and fat loss. And we've also got our wonderful product guide, which takes you through the best Aussie supermarket options. So you don't need to spend hours in the supermarket with your tiny little glasses on. We've done the hard work for you. There's over 130 products in that guide for a very affordable price. And they're both available on our website, which is the nutritioncouch.com. Go and check it out. Have a great week, everyone. See you later.